This is the first podcast <laughs> I've ever done. Lots okay. of energy coming. Friends so in low places. <laughs> We've done it two times already, and it's been really boring, so (laughs) amping up my voice, and I'm talking loud. Yeah, you're peaking on that. (laughs) Sorry, okay. All right. My guest today, here we go. Yeah, you're right. My guest today, I think I really... My guest today... You can't talk till I introduce you, okay? okay? I won't. My guest today is a producer, writer, singer, and multi-instrumentalist from Atlanta. Hey, let's just take it, let's do it again. My guest, a little less, a little less intense, a little less aggressive. But I'm gonna have, I'm gonna have music behind it, though. Oh, are you really? I think so. I think so. Okay, we just. My guest today is a producer, writer, singer, and a multi instrumentalist from Atlanta. Collabed on a song with Flo Rida, wow, and many others. You can guess who they are. Was a... I wrote this down very specifically. He was a child model for Abercrombie. (laughs) Okay, wait, wait, wait. He did a song called Foot of the Cross, and it was on the radio. Has made multiple North Point Kids records. He is before... He is a below average volleyball player. (laughs) Okay, this is serious. Okay, you got it. No, 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 you can't talk. I, I, I introduced to... you. He has been an all-around mentor to me, and I'm lucky enough to call him one of my best friends now. And that's sincere. He has color synesthesia. He holds the Guinness record for the largest big toe as <laughs> Benzer Boys. What's up, dude? <laughs> <laughs> Ben, Benzer boys. Benzer boys. Benzer boys. How you doing, Benzer? You good? I'm good, man. Good, man. I'm. Uh, I really want to um, let the audience know about Benzer. Please do. Should we go right into that? Is that yeah, the yeah, first yeah, thing yeah, we yeah. should talk about? Yeah, we should. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to set set it up? I'll set the mood. I'm on drums. You're on acoustic. We play the set. It went good. We're sitting in the back of the church. Sermon happens. Now it's time for a prayer time, right? Right. Okay. So an old guy, very old guy, walks up to us. Extremely old. Very old. And he walks up and he says, wow, you guys did a great job tonight. And then really looks at you and goes, what is your name? Yes. And I said my name to this guy. And let's clarify, this guy, when I, I mean, he was a awesome guy. Forgot his name. What was his name? Clint? No idea. That sounds right. No. It was I don't know, Earl, Clint, something like that. But Definitely all I know is he was names, warm, yeah. he was nice. Yeah, he's a nice but guy. But extremely old, like probably Very pushing old. 90. Yeah. So anyway, he comes up, asks me my name. I, I tell him my name, and he says what? And I'm like, Spencer. And he's like, huh? Spencer. 
Spencer. Spencer, I, that happened what Spencer. five times, if not more, five times. So then I literally, I, I feel like my lips touched his ear. Yeah, he leaned in. I like, I, like I actually touched his ear, and I was like, Spencer. Yep. And then he turns around, looks at me, and goes, Benzer. Chase goes, yeah, yep, that's it. That. that's it, that's it. This is the funniest part of the story. That's what it was. The funniest part of the story is that Chase, he walks up to Chase, or he turns to Chase, and he's like, and what's your name? He goes, Chase. And the guy goes, Chase, Chase. Yeah. nice to meet you. <laughs> yeah. Took him one yeah. time. Yeah. He just couldn't hear the name yep. Spencer. And it, and uh, Benzer is stuck. Benzer. I like it. My, so my dad also goes to that church. He's the pastor. He talked to this guy. A couple days later, and he was like, I met this guy at church the other day. His name was Benzer. Is he from Switzerland? <laughs> he said that for real. So he never actually got my name right. You have name. color synesthesia. I That's listed true. that in your intro. Yep. Can you explain what that is? So it's not called color synesthesia. It's just called synesthesia. You don't have to put the word color. I Googled in front of it, it, and it's called color synesthesia. So. Okay. Well, Can I, we fact check that, Ron? Mm-hmm. Well, Ron is here, just, and just she's look, hey, Ron, just go ahead and look up friend. synesthesia. Let's look up synesthesia. But uh, anyway, I have synesthesia, and yes, it is the color type of synesthesia, and so it just means that I associate colors with all sorts of different things, particularly numbers, days of the week, months of the year, and people. I'm glad you said that, because what we're going to do right now is play a little color game, okay? Okay, sweet. So I'm going to list off some things, places, people. Do we have a consensus from yes. Ron real quick? It's um, it's synesthesia. Like, okay, like what Spencer said, it's synesthesia. And it's a neurological condition in which information meant to stimulate one of your senses stimulates several of your senses. That's right. So maybe, yeah, you see a word or name or something and you relate that to color or That's to right. another sense. That's yeah. right. And also, I honestly this, zoned out. <laughs> this is a fun This is a fun fact. I, think, I still think it's color yeah. synesthesia. All right, we'll get into it. Let's play the game. Here we go. All right, Ron, do you have a color game intro? A what? A color game intro. A color game intro? And it's a color game. It's the color game. All right, here we go. <laughs> okay. It's going to be rapid fire because I got a lot of them. Oh, dude. Okay, but here's the thing. I'll, I'll slow down with you. Here's I'll, the thing, though. Okay. Some of the colors are very complex. All right. Well, just try and describe them as Didn't best I as you can. I sound like such a tool. You right really now. do. <laughs> you really do, but just describe them as best okay. as you can. Literally, there is no wrong answer because it is the colors I mean, in your head. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. All right, I'm ready. Nicholas Cage. Gray. Wow. This is crazy. Okay. Brad Pitt. Uh, burnt yellow. Burnt orangey yellow he is that yeah claire crawley from season 16 of the bachelorette i don't know who that is <laughs> but the name claire is orange and the name crawley is like a reddish orange okay okay Tasha adams who took over season 16 of the bachelorette after claire 
immediately fell in love with Dale. Don't know and, who that uh, is. And pretty much ignored all the other guys. Dude, I don't know who that is. I wish I knew who it was, but I don't know who it is. All right, we'll skip that. Jack Black. Jack Black is very, very dark brown. Are you sure he's not black? He's brown. Well, actually, it's not as dark as I made that sound. It's just brown. Betty White. Betty White is like yellow. You sure she's standard yellow. You sure she's not white? She's not white. James Brown. I don't know. Like a weird blue color. No, it's blue. It's like a weird blue color. Okay. Charlie Brown. Like mustard. Kind of like his shirt, honestly. Interesting. Which that could have stuff to do with it. Like, okay, that could. All right, the war in Afghanistan. <laughs> uh, I don't see a color with that. Okay, I mean, I see like the color of Afghanistan, which I feel like is kind of dusty. Green. Oh, okay, dusty. Yeah, that makes sense. All right, Ron, could you please? Oh my god! All right, the the day Monday. Uh, pink, pinkish purple. Wednesday, purple. Very dark purple. If you sneeze one more time, um, the song by Cardi B, WAP. Um, it's like gray, but not <laughs> gray. really a color. It's okay. Just not, it's just, you know. The song All Night by Brothers Osborne. Uh, it's like a, uh, like a fuchsia, like bright fuchsia. Whoa. Whoa. Guys, I can rattle these off all Guys, day, baby. Guys, you can do this all night. All night, baby. Well, what a fun game. Okay. Um, right. <laughs> segwaying from Fuchsia All Night. Speaking of that, that's the collab we did, right? That is the collab we did, Chase. <laughs> wow. Uh, <laughs> what a what a doozy, huh? What a man, it was a fun one to do. I loved that song. Yeah. Okay. So um, for that song, you were on guitar. I was on drums. That's right. What what was your setup for that uh sick solo you did? My setup was I used uh, a American Fender Strat, American Fender Strat. That's teal. You see the color; it's pretty. That sick. matters. Yeah, I see teal. Um, it matters. It does. It adds to everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I plugged directly into Logic. Put some plugs on there. Yeah. Added some compression, distortion, some gooey goodness, and just let it rip actually pretty light setup that's cool usually what you can get away with that when you're playing single notes mm. on a guitar if you're playing like more chord heavy stuff plugging direct in is not as good really yeah dude so you did say that that solo was a lot harder than you thought it was right much harder than i thought it because was. because i heard the song and i was like this song is sick yep. it's gonna be a great collab yep. me and you both love brothers osborne yep i thought it was a no-brainer for us to do it of course, I heard the solo, and I was like, oh, Spencer will kill it, whatever. And then you were like, dude, this solo is way harder than I thought it'd be. Way harder. Well, I told you I was going to do it. Like, it was like I heard the solo, and I thought, oh, yeah, I could probably do that. And then I got home, and I, like, tried to do it, and I was like, oh, no. This yeah. is not good. Yeah. I probably won't be able to do it. I kept. I started practicing. I was, like, two hours in, and I sent you a video of me playing it, like, mega slow. Yep. Because... I couldn't do it up to speed. And then um, I was like, dude, I don't know if I can do this. This is really, really hard. And then you called me a name. Honestly, I'm not going to confirm or deny that. Okay. Well. Let's just say that I called you a little wiener. (laughs) Yep. 
And then you were like, what? I well, know I, Lil Wiener. Honestly, I didn't and then even you respond. Were like, no. I, I, didn't even, I didn't even respond. You didn't. I and got he, angry. And then he did it. And it was amazing because he sent it over to me. And I had to listen for myself just to say I was blown away. It was amazing. Yeah. Well, Ron, if you're a real, I didn't give you that mic. I just need to speak up. You're the one that really just took for the it. record. If you're a real guitar player, like if it's like your thing, this solo, it, you, you know, it's not as hard as I'm making it sound. If you're like a real serious guitar, dude, player. you are a real serious guitar well, player. Well, you know, you hey. stepped up. But anyway, I learned it. I got motivated. You motivated me. Yep. I was like, I'm going to do this, and I practiced for like five hours. I stayed up to like two a.m. And I, I nailed it. I got wow. it. Well, I. Didn't nail it, but I got it good enough. Yeah. Dude, I mean, it sounded sick. I'm sure people have already heard the collab. Dude, funny side story. This will get some good combos going. So my cousin, I hung out with him last night in Chattanooga on my way home from Nashville. He goes to Liberty University, and you know that their their dean just recently got fired. For what? Because he was doing some shady stuff. Just told me I had to edit the story out. I've heard stories like that, and that makes me want to throw up. I don't even know. (laughs) Now that I'm married, especially. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, we're gonna cut all this out. So yeah, you're right. We'll pick it right back up. You're right. Well, the only hands that are touching my wife are mine, my cats. And the Lord's, the hand of God. Am I right? <laughs> the hand of God. Amen. God's hand, my hands, and the cat's hand. <laughs> That's it. Old hands are touching my wife. It's my hands, God's hands, and the cat's hand. Nobody else's hand touching my wife. Amen. <laughs> All right, well. Would you rather? <laughs> okay. Yeah, this is a segment. Would you rather, Ron? Do you have a "Would you rather" song? Would you rather? Ooh. That was nice. Would you rather? <laughs> Would you right. rather? I remember it. All right. Ooh. Would you rather? Be shirtless, okay, and have like is Novocaine is that is that numbing? Is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So somebody Novocaine your your nip, whatever which one you want, your nipple. Okay. Okay. So it's completely numb. Okay. But somebody, I don't know, I don't care who it is. Somebody has to to bite your nipple off. Okay. Okay. Well, it's numb. It's numb though, so you really won't feel it. Won't but you have it. to watch them put their mouth over your nipple and bite it with their teeth and rip, rip your nipple off. off. Wow. Okay. okay. Or somebody no Novocaine. Somebody doesn't matter who just takes a big old butcher knife, chops off your big old toe. No Novocaine. Um, that's easy. Novocaine. Somebody bites your nipple off. That's no too Novocaine. Easy. Dude, it's not easy. It's too easy. I'd rather have my nipple ripped off by a mouth. Yep. Somebody, you have then to lose look my at toe. Them. You know what? Like your to- you use your toe to walk, dude. 
I wouldn't be able to walk. My nipple's going to be whatever. Do you want to watch somebody, though, bite I don't want to do like any of that, but I'd rather live my life with you both want my that? toes. <laughs> yeah, I want it. Do it right now, please. <laughs> okay. Well, I honestly, I asked Ron and Jess the same question, and they were like, oh, the toe, for sure. For sure. Well, it's different for you guys, though, I think. The nips, my nipples. I mean, I want to my my nipple though doesn't matter as much. I mean, you guys are gonna have children one day, possibly breastfeed. You need both nipples, right? So the nipple is mean. Like literally, men's nipples don't do anything, bro. The thing that really bothers me though is picturing a man or a woman or whoever, because it doesn't matter. Just the idea of somebody's mouth. And teeth over my nipple, and just I don't drawing see, blood for one, and then just grabbing just, my entire nipple and yeah, so ripping it so off. like the and the, I have to watch that, and I, of course I don't feel it, but I'm watching it. Right, but it's more about what do you want to live with? Because that's just a one time thing. I'll forget, you know. I mean, I won't forget it. I, I will never forget. forget it. I wouldn't forget it. Look at look 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 at my logic though. You don't feel it. You don't feel it. I don't need it. My quality of life will stay the same. No, Novocaine. You feel everything. <laughs> you feel the nipple rip off with your teeth. Okay, now that changes things a little bit. Still would go nipple, yeah. though. You would still go nipple I'd without go nipple. numbing the nipple. I, your toes are so much more important than your nipples. Like, to walk. To walk. But you're going to feel teeth. Right, but I would feel a knife slicing through my toe as well. Yeah, quick. But quicker. <laughs> Just a whoop. Nine. Teeth, nine. Okay. Nine. Hey, Chase, I'm saying nipple, okay? That's what nipple. I'd rather. We'll go with it, all right? All right. <laughs> Dude, so I did a gig the other day. I played a gig in the morning, and then they were like, hey, dude. We're doing something in the nighttime. Do you want to do this uh, nighttime gig? And I was like, okay. dude, I would love to do that. I would love to. That sounds awesome. I I never even negotiated a price. You just said yes. I said yes. And he was like, great. My point is, I did that gig. It ended up being well. They paid me well, which was good. But it could have not went that way. And, so you um, ended up leaving totally happy, satisfied. Totally happy. It was great. Yeah. But I did say that was a learning experience, you know. Right. Like, from now on, I need to find out how many songs, how much the pay is. Right. What the gig is, mm-hmm. right? Right. Yeah. What else do you think? So, are we trying to figure out the best way to approach being a professional musician and negotiating yeah when okay let's do that well there's two different ways if i know the person yeah then you know obviously my the conversation is going to look different i'm going to be like hey man haven't you know good to hear from you thanks for asking me what did i always start with what are the details yeah and they give me the details very good question to ask yeah that you that way you're not asking like what's it pay you know yeah that's not cool. which i've done before like when it's a good friend of yours what is what if it's someone that you're really good friends with someone that you know closely and so it's like they may expect like that's the hardest part i think right well that's the thing like if we want to talk about the music industry 
like in you know musician industry not because the music industry is very different than like gigging musicians playing musicians there's a lot of shadiness sometimes and people that expect free stuff people that expect you to do something or stay later or play a little extra and so we have to deal with that so it's you know it's important to like have a plan Mm -hmm. you know and to like know your rates yep you know, know what you're willing to negotiate, what's out of bounds, what's still in bounds, you know, and going from there. And, but I would say if it's somebody, you know, obviously the conversation is going to be smooth. It's going to be easy, especially if you know them. Yeah. What are the details? Okay. That's great. Um, This is how much I need for that. Or I usually ask, is there a budget? Because a lot of times a place has a budget and it's just like, this is how much we pay. Yep. And then you can decide whether or not it's worth it for your time, whatever. But if there's no budget and they're like, you know, putting it on you, then you need to just know your rate, your hourly rate. So figure out time, the amount of songs and know your rate per hour. It's a little harder with friends though. Don't you think? I think so. I think, I think, yeah. Like I think especially if you know that friend is expecting you to do something maybe for free or for really cheap and you were like, you know, you've had a slow week and you really need the money. Mm-hmm. That's that can get weird. Yeah. It's tough. But you know, for me, like I like don't do anything for free in general. Yeah. Like it's when it's, yeah. when it comes to my livelihood and that way it actually stays better that way. Mm-hmm. But if it's a friend, it's like obviously like cheaper discount, like let's work it out. And it's obviously very loose payment you know like just pay me whatever is fine but just to keep it like kind of all the same i think it actually works out better just kind of just keep it more like hey like just shoot me some money just i'm just saying keep the exchange of currency yeah exchange of goods when i have kids one day and i'm like hey ron you're a professional nanny and and just just to mention she is a professional i've been doing it for what 10 years Maybe longer, but you do it professionally. It's not like you're, you know, Nancy the babysitter. She's like a professional nanny. Some would call au pair, au pair, au pair. So, yeah, if I have kids one day, I'm not going to be like, hey, Ron, can you watch my kids for a week (laughs) for free? Or can you watch my kids for a whole day? No, I'm going to be like, I'm going to pay you. Ron will probably give me a discount. Of course. Right. As I would. Anyway, anyway. So if I if you were the young aspiring musician, and I don't, dude, I'm not the end all that. Everybody's got their own way of doing it. But sure. I would say as a way to start, if you don't know the budget, know your rate per hour offhand. Like mm. just I know what I'm like where I'm at, what I'm getting consistently. Know your rate per hour, and then find out how many songs because the hourly rate also includes your practice time. So like you you have to fit that into the final, you know. Yeah the final price because let's say it's only four songs, but the gig lasts five hours. Yep. You still give your hourly rate. This is how long I'm going to be there. My time is being taken up for five hours. Yeah. But if it's five hours and you have to learn 60 songs, you're going to have to put in 20, 30 hours learning those 60 True. songs. So you add that into your hourly price. That's great. So what if, um, let's just say for a Thursday night, three hours 
I'm like, 150 feels good for a Thursday, right? And then they're like, hey, we can only pay you 75 bucks. I think you should say no. You're faced with that decision to say no or just to say, okay, 75 bucks on a Thursday. I think it's better off in the long run to say no to those types of things unless you're like hardcore strapped for cash. Yeah. Because I think it keeps you in a certain place. It keeps you in like a certain world, you know? Yeah. And you have to kind of establish your world Mm. and live in it. Mm. And if somebody, because at the end of the day, you're giving away what is valuable, like very valuable for super cheap. Yeah. And that, that, I think that impacts you. I think it starts to tell you like subconsciously starts to let you know, I'm really only worth 75 bucks. Mm. Like I think, I think it's better off in the long run to say no. Yeah. Unless it's like, you know, you're so strapped and you just really need to make some cash or it's like a really, really close friend. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, and, and, you know, a lot of times even with gigs, like with a, like with playing with close friends, like I'll do that for free because that's a lot different. Like it's like, we're going to be, we're going to be hanging out. There's going to be dinner and we're yep. going to have fun. Yep. Like that's something that I'll just not expect or want anything. hundred mm-hmm. mm-hmm. percent. And I think you would agree. Like when it's a I am friend, that way. Yeah. But it's different when it, for me, because I produce, yep. it's different to say, I'll do a whole song for you for free. Cause that's like multiple, multiple yes. hours. A lot of different, like we got to talk yeah. about this. We got to talk about that. We got to work out the song. Producers also work with the artists. They track vocals and they're producing vocals. And it's like, it's not just like, oh yeah, let me whip up a little track for you. It's usually a little bit more. So I never do that for free for anybody. I love that. But anyway, uh, to sum it all up, yep. establish your price per hour. Include the amount of time that it's going to take you to learn those songs and just stick to it. Just stick to it. I love that. I really do love that. I'm uh, I'm bad at negotiating. Wait, guys, that's pretty standard. That's not like brilliant cutting edge. I know, I know, <laughs> but like it's hard for some people. It is. Like, it's hard for me. Yeah, like some established musicians who are trying to like get it. Like it's it's hard to determine like what's worth it for you or like what you're willing to put your time and energy into. What like how much money that's worth to you, you know, you know, that kind of thing. Like also too, you have to learn what, what, what rate actually works too, in the sense of what the market's willing to pay for you. So establishing your rate could change. If you figure out like, wow, nobody wants to pay me this rate. You're going to have to adjust your rate. I'm not saying that you shoot for the moon and say, I'm only take, you know, this is how much I need. If nobody, if it's like, you know, been two months and you can't pull a gig. Yeah. So then you got to figure out, okay, what's, what value do I really bring to the table? And so, but once you, you know, do a couple gigs, you figure out what people are willing to pay. You figure out what you bring to the table as far as like all your different skill sets, like for you on drums, if you're Mm -hmm. firing tracks, building tracks, bringing that MDing along with, you know, other things, you just figure out what the market is willing to pay for you. What would you be doing if uh, if you never did music? It's a good question. Yeah. You know what I always wanted to be when I was a kid? You know in Venice when they, they have those little boats where the guy 
set like <laughs> yeah he's on the back and he's paddling and people he's around and he's like yeah. singing in italian i would want to be, be that guy yeah a gondola. A, gondola. a gondola that's right a gondola i'd be a gondola and i would a be gondola. i'd be the best dang gondola in all the south of europe yeah honestly that'd be a cool job a gondolier that'd be a really cool job dude just freaking paddling around venice eating pasta grabbing some pizza you know, getting some little little snacks and stuff from the the kiddos. And how hard do you think that is? Do you think you need your own boat? Do you think? You, yeah, I'm pretty sure like you have a, to have your own boat. Uh, Ron's been to Venice. She knows what's up. I did go to Venice. Okay, so tell us about a gondolier. I mean, I didn't take the boats, so I I didn't take the boats because they were kind of pricey, and I was like, eh, I'd rather spend my money on good wine or cappuccinos. I don't know. Nice big slice of pizza big pizza italian dishes i don't know but um but we watched them and they were yeah they they made tons of money doing that too see just, see yeah I they really the good did ones. um gondoliers yeah they just wear the striped shirts and the hats and, and they're all so hot yeah. they're all so sexy and very attractive i'm gonna say they are you don't you people. never see some yeah. like chubby little fat dude on a gondolier. It's always like this freaking suave, beautiful man with long hair. And, you know, I'm not saying I, I would look that good being a gondolier. Yeah. But I feel some like would this say is, I might. I really feel like this is turning into you saying that you are hot enough and handsome enough to be a look, gondolier. I'm not yet. saying that at all. I'm not saying that in the slightest but That's I am saying, I'm saying, look, I'm saying some <laughs> might say that I could. I'm not saying I am, though. But you like it. You know? Hey. All right, I'll end it with this. Honestly, I feel like you are a hot dude. You know what I mean? And I'll just say that. I'll just say that for everybody to hear. Do you think I'm hot enough to be a, a, a gondolier? Hundred percent. Buy a hat. Buy a striped shirt. You're good. And I just gotta learn a little Italian. Exactly. When the moon you can already sing. Like yeah, yeah, you're good. Pizza pie. You're well, great. that's not Italian. That's English. Oh, my God. oh You're no. in love now. <laughs> that was All not. Right. Okay. Honestly, that wasn't needed to pull the mic to you, but that's okay. Dude. And if not a gondolier, I'd work at a roller coaster park. Ooh, I can see that. Wow. And I'd, I'd be the guy that's like wow. strapping people in and have a good ride, kid. That sounds very boring. Yeah. No, because sounds very boring and very sad. No, because I'd watch I'd watch kids have joy every day. I'd watch them be full I, of joy and laugh and, and smile every day. Just just said that I can't say that that's a sad job. That is a sad job. Maybe okay. Maybe that is somebody's job, and maybe maybe somebody can find joy in that job. But imagine how hard that would be, right? Hey, but Chase, I want like you to you gotta wake something. up every day and be like. Here we Sir go. Chase, I want you to think about something. I want you to think about something, Chase. All right? Think about the joy on the children's faces every day. You're going to get so numb to that. And you're no, going to be like, no. I don't care. something about that. <laughs> <laughs> seeing, seeing joy on children's faces every day, I do that for a living, and it isn't really worth it. <laughs> Uh, I, I'm a nanny and I love them, but that's it. Okay. <laughs> I love them, but also it's not worth your everyday. You know, you would You hate. mean the smile and, and the think, joy they I just wear off? I think seeing the joy on the kids' faces, it's like, cheers to you, kid. 
but you're not going to be happy. <laughs> if you know what I mean? In the long run. Okay. That's all I have to say. <laughs> oh, wow. <sighs> Moving on. It's a great way to end that. No, we are we not are skipping that. that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we are keeping that. All right. Um, Ron, uh, can you uh, sing us into our next segment? Questions from Instagram. Oh, yeah. Nice. That was smooth. <laughs> good. It sounded okay. kind of like Delilah. Y'all remember Delilah? Delilah. <laughs> love someone tonight. No idea. Oh, I remember Delilah. You remember Delilah. Chase is a little young. No young idea. No idea. He's a little young buck. Ron, which one do you think I should start with? <laughs> I'm going to start you off with a, a little softball here. All right, this is coming from our friend Cody Oliver. Ooh, Great love guy. Cody. We love Cody. I love you, Cody. We love Sick, sick singer, amazing songwriter, yep. great worship leader, yep. and Great hilarious guy. guy. Yep. And yeah. Julie's awesome. We can go that far. We can go that far. Julie for Cody. is awesome. He's got a great wife. And his baby is Julie's cute a great singer. Cute yep. as can be. Yep. Great baby. Mm-hmm. Awesome dude. When do you start producing and slash engineering? Uh I was 18. I mean, I was not good at all, but that's when I started. Dude, you also said you told me one time that if you think back to like when you were a kid, you mm-hmm. had like this old keyboard, right? Ah. I did. My mom had a keyboard. It was a. It was like she had a. It was a baby grand, like a full baby grand. Like yeah, y'all have seen it, like a big full baby grand, but it was electronic. Yeah, and you could record twelve tracks, and you could. They had like drum sounds and piano sounds, synth sounds, bass sounds, and you could layer up to twelve tracks. And I used to do that, and I I would make songs all the time. Wow. And the thing that sucked was, I you, it could only bank I think eight songs. So I would make eight, and then I'd have to delete one to make another one. Oh, wow. So, like, there's so many songs that I made so bad. How old were you, though? I started when I was, like, 12. Like, I was young. I was really young. That's crazy. And I didn't know what I was doing. I had no idea. I mean, technically, that is is producing slash beat making or whatever. And, again, trash beats. Yeah. So bad. I wish I could hear them. Oh, my gosh. I wish we could play one right now. I wish we could. One of the bigger ones. Oh, God. There's big questions? I'm scared. Okay, go ahead. Kristen Smith. And she says, tell Blondie to take his shirt off for the fans. They're asking for it. We want to see that. Can you do that for us or no? Um. Okay, guys. Look. She asked for it and it's like the people want it. Do you want, am I supposed to stay the rest of the podcast with no shirt? Maybe just a a nip or a belly yeah, button. You can see the hairy chest. Whoa! This is a little, this is this is silly. Sorry, but you know, Kristen, we uh, we appreciate the question, and question. me and you will be yeah. having a talk a later. Very great question. <laughs> that was a statement. But all right, <laughs> not a question. <laughs> Parker Boyce. Oh, Parker Boyce. Who's Parker Boyce? I'm not sure who. That I actually is. don't know who that guy is. I'm pretty sure he, I I think he's just a random follower. I've okay. never heard of he's him just in a my fan? life. Yeah, I think he's a just a fan, fan. honestly okay. of me. Um <laughs> honestly, it gets a little creepy sometimes. This is not the first time he's reached out. 
And the, fir- <laughs> the first couple times. Do, but, I mean, honestly, a guy, a name like Parker, it's. <laughs> dude. I mean, what can you expect from a guy like Parker, really? Look, to all you Not Parkers much. out there, look, I give you the benefit of the doubt. Does he want you to take your shirt off, too? Well, hey, you never know with a guy named Parker. Honestly, Let's yes, but I'll skip past that because we've already talked about that. Parker says, why are you such a B? Why am I such a B? B is in boy. And you can interpret that any way you want to. Well, you know, I don't know Parker. Okay. I don't know what his background is. I don't, I don't know, know what either. his story is. Sounds like he's probably really dead inside. <laughs> Sounds like he's a little bit miserable. Um. And I hate that for him, honestly. Yeah. Don't we empathize? We empathize. We do. we do. People are hurting and sometimes they take it out on they they, they come out, they wanna they just wanna just spew hate. Yeah, you're they right. They just wanna they just wanna And hate. honestly, like and, I'd I don't want to say what B means. Like, I really think I know what he's trying to say. I think I have an idea, but I wouldn't want to assume that. No, 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 no. What Parker from freaking, what does he live? Probably in the middle of nowhere in Pennsylvania or something. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just, just a guess. I don't know. But anyway, look, listen, Parker, if you're listening, man, first of all, I want to say one thing. I want to say you are loved. Somebody out there loves you. Hey, this is serious. Yeah, you're right. Listen, you're loved. You're valued. Yeah. <laughs> There's people that care about you, and I'd, I would encourage you to seek them out. Uh, find fellowship. Amen. And and um, God loves you. He He knows your heart, and he, he wants you to be happy again. He wants you to love yourself again. And uh, and obviously right now you, you and obviously right now you don't love yourself. So yeah. Anyway, next question. All right, here we go. And this one is for real. This one is actually a musical question. Okay. John uh, Goring. Gehring. Gehring. John Gehring. John Gehring, which we know and love. I love John. Serious question. He says, when you wipe, do you want front to back or back to front? Okay, I'm going to have a disappointing answer to this question. You don't wipe. I don't wipe. (laughs) No, that's not true. I wipe. (laughs) I sometimes... Front to back, sometimes back to front. It depends. Are you serious? Uh, yeah. It depends on what it is, right? Like, sometimes whatever is the like, most effective way to I eliminate the problem. I get that. I don't and get I don't want to get into detail. You know, it whatever gets the job yeah. done. Listen, John, I think that's a fantastic question. And I don't want to laugh and make fun of John's no, question. No, this is a serious question. So I'm not I would laughing. say, I would say, depending, John, listen, if you're listening, depending on your situation, I would say, so, use both methods. Who says you can't use both? Really, who says? What's the next question, honestly? Thank you, John. <laughs> this next question the comes Constitution. from... Comes from Bonnie McBonbon. Love Bonnie McBonster. Okay, Bonnie says, if you could sit down with a famous musician or producer, who would it be? Easy. Who? Rick Rubin. What would you say? What would you well, ask? Um, everything. Well, I would just want to talk to him for an hour. I'd want to figure out just what goes on in his brain. He's a, For those of you that don't know, Rick Rubin is an incredible Grammy Award winning multi-award winning producer. He's produced so many different genres. He's produced rap, country, pop, uh, heavy metal, rock and roll, every, and he's got, you know, major, major, major accolades in all of those. And he's just, he's just, I really like him a lot. I really think his music is, is sick. 
it'd be either him or Brian Eno. Spence, um, do you have any advice for an up-and-coming musician, producer, somebody in the music industry? My advice would be to be yourself 100%, find what you like, and get really good at what you like, and really good at what like comes natural, and then let other things come from there. I think if you really do what you love and what like what is natural to you to do, you'll have the drive to like work really hard at it yeah. and get really skilled at that. And then with that skill that you have, other skills and other genres and other types will come easier. If I was talking to an eight year eighteen year old that wanted to be a producer, I would say, do what you really love because you'll actually wake up every day and do it. And also be a great hang. Be super nice to people. Don't be shady. Don't be weird. Be honest and be thankful. Be grateful, Ron. Whatever, any opportunity. Right. But more specifically, really get good at what you're good at first. Start with that. I love that. Uh, Spence, where can people find you? Well, they can find me right here. Chase Lowe's house. Do you got an Instagram? Oh, <laughs> um, yeah. Spencer Boyce, S-P-E-N-S-E-R, Boyce, B-O-I-C-E. And then uh, same Facebook, Spencer Boyce. Is it Boyce. just at Spencer Boyce? At Spencer Boyce, too. Wow. I got in early before anybody else snagged it. Nice. And then, yeah, my email is spencerboyce at gmail.com. Let's work. Let's clap. Let's, let's do it. you have OnlyFans or anything? Do you have an OnlyFans? It's too expensive for y'all, though. You're too really pricey. You you're not even gonna. Really? No, you're not even. <laughs> what the heck, Ron? Did you really think so, dude? I don't know. Everyone's doing it these days. I'm like, I, don't know. I have an OnlyFans, but it's only just me trying on different plaid shorts. I'm, I'm down. That's. I'm good. I pay for that. Like it's just me trying on every design of plaid shorts in the entire world. That's really dope, dude. But hey, I'm gonna make a prediction. Plaid shorts coming back in. Big in 2021. We'll end it with this. You're coming out with your own music, right? Yes. Soon. I'm excited about that. All I can say is soon. And you know what? I met a guy today. Hung out with a guy today. His name is Trigby. Well, we've met before, but we really hung out today. And we connect. I feel like we connected. Trigby, if you're watching this, you're the sweetest guy. Awesome guy dude. ever. And he's going to play bass on it tomorrow. Oh, dude, that's awesome. He's a awesome bass player. That's sick. So. He'll be on the lookout for his new stuff. Yep. Benzer boys. That's me. Spence, I love you, dude. Thanks for uh thanks for doing this. Love you. I wouldn't have it any other way. First podcast, friends me in low places. Ron, I freaking love you. Ron, I want to have you on this before you leave. Ron, can January. you sing us out? Can you give us an outro? Ron, song? will you will you be on this before you leave for January? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Are you sure? I'm a hundred and thousand percent sure. For okay, those of cool. you that that don't know, we're we're formerly known as the three amigos, me and Ron and Chase. Are, have been I really have good friends for really a long time. And we are so glad that Ron was here the whole time. I'm honestly so blessed to be here. Thank you guys for having me. I really didn't do anything except for just sit here and applaud Chase and Spencer the whole time because they're my best friends. Ron, can you sing us out with a uh, Friends in Low Places song? Not the actual song, but... Friends in Low Places mm-hmm. Yeah, we're 
a friend. You can be a friend too. If you come here and the friends in the place. Nice. Very good. That's all I got. Love all right. Guys. Love y'all. Adios. God. I'll tell you what, that was the one, huh? That was the blend, am I right? If that one. <laughs>